0: everyone! I just wanted to let you know that I've got a brand new course out. It's all about journaling for mental health. It's only $9 and it comes with a digital download of my journal, The Oak in the Acorn, the mental health check-in journal to help you grow. You can use this as a digital journal or you can print it out as many times as you'd like. In this course, you'll learn a bunch of really easy ways to work through your emotions through journaling. You'll learn how to decrease stress and anxiety and how to multiply your happiness through simple activities that you can do in just a few minutes a day. So if you'd like to learn more, check out the link in the description, and let's get back to the video. What's the difference between a panic attack, an anxiety attack, and panic disorder? This is important because people sometimes use these terms interchangeably. They both have a lot of overlapping symptoms, but the treatment for each of them is different. So in this video, we'll talk about the difference. In the next video, we'll talk about the good and bad advice for treating them. And in the third video, we'll talk about how to stop panic attacks from recurring. Both panic attacks and anxiety attacks include a sense of fear, discomfort, and the fight-flight-freeze response triggers physical symptoms like a fast heartbeat, shortness of breath, tightness of throat, dizziness, nausea, sweating, dry mouth, shaking, etc. Okay, so what's the difference? First, definitions vary because the DSM-5, the Diagnostic Manual of Mental Health Disorders, doesn't define an anxiety attack. Anxiety is defined as a feeling of worry, physical discomfort, and fear. Anxiety attacks usually come in anticipation of some event. You might have work stress or a family event or financial trouble or all three, and the stress becomes overwhelming. Anxiety builds over time until it reaches a breaking point. And while anxiety may build over hours or days, anxiety attacks usually last less than 30 minutes. Now, panic attacks are defined in the DSM-5. Around one in three people will have at least one panic attack in their lifetime. And with panic attacks, a sense of overwhelming fear comes on suddenly. They are more like a balloon popping. There are two types of panic attacks. Unexpected panic attacks, which seem to come out of nowhere, and expected panic attacks, which come in response to some kind of phobia. So for example, if you're afraid of snakes and you suddenly come across one, that may trigger a panic attack. Panic attacks usually last less than 10 minutes, but panic disorder specifically includes one of three main symptoms. One, derealization, feeling numb, detached, or floaty. Two, fear of a heart attack, or three, fear of hyperventilating and passing out. Panic disorder happens when you have repeated panic attacks. Now, it is even possible to experience both at the same time. For example, you may feel nervous about an upcoming exam, and as the stress builds into an anxiety attack, it may culminate in a panic attack during the test. Now, both panic attacks and anxiety attacks are treatable, decreasing overall stress, working with a therapist, Exercise, sleep, relaxation, meditation, and breathing techniques, and also cutting alcohol and nicotine can all help. CBT techniques can help you learn to decrease panic and anxiety attacks. But treating anxiety attacks and panic attacks require different approaches. So let's talk about that. Okay, if you Google how to stop a panic attack, you might get really bad advice if you have chronic panic attacks. The articles all say, try to take some deep breaths, calm yourself down, distract yourself. Look, if you've tried this and it worked, you wouldn't be here. So with a panic attack, and especially with panic disorder, this is the exact wrong advice. Let me explain. An anxiety attack comes on gradually. It's like a buildup of anxiety that overflows, like a bathtub that's been filling up too long. So this means the treatment is all about slowly lowering the level of the water. So if you're overflowing with anxiety, these are the sort of things that gradually let the water drain. You know, slowing down, calming your body, take deep breaths, get present, try the three-three-three rule. Um, you know, get more organized and decrease your overall stress and set boundaries. You know, process the stress that you can't decrease. Writing practicing willingness, right? Getting support, laughing, exercise, right? All of these techniques can help decrease overall anxiety and prevent both anxiety and panic attacks. And they may possibly help you calm down in the middle of a panic attack. Now, panic attacks are a different beast altogether. If you've only ever had one panic attack or just a handful, you can try any of these previous techniques that you want. Give them a try. Just experiment. See if they work. But if you get repeated panic attacks, then it's likely that trying to make your panic attacks go away is actually causing recurring panic attacks. Because you see, panic attacks are anxiety about anxiety. They are fear of fear. There's this Jimmy Fallon clip where they talk about something funny that they overheard. This one's from at Reggie Games. He says, I once overheard a man in a stall next to me whisper to himself, please not now. That sounds like, a, sounds like a bad day. I don't that's know that, not a good day. Not a good day. We got no a matter lot of, where that lot of goes. overheard in the bathroom yeah. stuff, yeah. Now, Jimmy makes a great joke of it, but I can almost guarantee that it was someone in the bathroom trying to force a panic attack to not come on, because that's the exact mindset that causes recurring panic attacks. You start to feel some anxiety and then your body starts to produce some stress chemicals, which trigger some uncomfortable sensations like a faster heartbeat or an upset stomach. And you think, please, not now, I can't have this panic attack now, this would be terrible. And the more you try to force your body to calm down, the more messages you send to your body that you're in danger, that anxiety and panic is dangerous and must be stopped. So in this situation, trying to calm down your body sends a message to your brain that the anxiety is actually dangerous and it must be avoided, which makes anxiety worse. For, the, for people with panic attacks, trying to use deep breathing actually makes the problem worse. Anything you do to try to force a panic attack to go away makes them worse and makes them come back again stronger the next time. So when you google how to stop a panic attack and the advice is try to take deep breaths, If you have recurring panic attacks, that is probably going to make you feel worse because it's going to feed that cycle of panic attacks. You can learn to calm down, but it's a paradox because acceptance has to come before change, and the technique is a little bit paradoxical. So in the next video, we're going to talk about how the panic cycle works, and in the last video, we're going to go way in depth on how to stop recurring panic attacks.